never really saw anybody in media that was like, oh, like being a chef is something to be proud of, you know, um, being a chef is something that you can actually succeed in and, you know, do a lot of things and, you know, be great. Welcome to What's Cooking with the Burberries. I'm your host, Daquan Woodbury. And I'm your co-host, Nicole Woodbury. And together we run Red Indigo, RVA Cafe, and Loco. And I'm the boss, but she's the real boss. Mm-hmm. How are you today? Not great, because you don't get yelling at me. So now I'm, I'm Ike, apparently, so... <laughs> No, I'm Ike. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's what really it is. That's what really mm. is. You the abusive one. Other than that, how was your day? How are you? Good. It's hot. It was hot today. Don't complain. Y'all complained about COVID. Y'all complained about the weather. I didn't complain about cold. I like cold. It's what it is. I like cold. Embrace it all. Mm-mm. So, what, what do you like how about are you? this week? No, oh. no, no. Oh. How are you? I need to know. I need to know. Um, I'm okay. Um, we just got some news that kind of threw off my balance, but, um, I'm okay. It did? Yeah. Um, you know, it's not what we're talking about tonight on a podcast, but you know, it did cover last week. Like, when do we close? When do we stop? When, Mm -hmm. when do we move on? And it is that time. It's, it's kind (laughs) of sad because it. There's so many businesses out here thriving that do they ever really need to talk about that? I don't know. Mm. So, other than that, um, I'm okay. Well, I'm going to ask my question and answer it myself. <laughs> what do I love about this week? I love that what's the, week technically starts on Sunday, right? Sunday was great. I like Sunday. Sunday Our week cool. start on Monday. Well, yeah. I'm going to just go to Sunday. It was good cool i liked it we went to our place again lily pad cafe over there on the river they yeah. just was um featured uh on a well no one of the cbs six mm-hmm. um and yep they just was featured on there and a, a bigger podcast than us right but we'll get there one day um but that, it was pretty cool um i like going there uh, we took the grandkids, the kids, everybody, whole family day. So mm-hmm. It was great. Mm-hmm. So today we are disgusting. Discussing. Discussing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the customer always right? And the title mm-hmm. for this is going to be the customer is always wrong, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> According to a lot of people. Um but yeah, customers, in, especially in the hospitality industry, um, is a little bit difficult. It's a little bit hard. And <laughs> I think the, the thing I kind of want to say about this, because this is going to get hot and heavy, and we really need to mince our words uh, very carefully here, but... You know, the hospitality industry and, and having a restaurant is really hard. And you're cooking food, you're servicing people, you're serving people, you're trying to be polite, even in like the rush and things like that. And it's crazy because there's, it's almost like you only care, or it, it only hits you when you realize that there was a break in the silence, right? 
Because a lot of people, they don't say anything when they have a good experience. Now they'll come back, they'll be loyal, and that's pretty much just your compliment, just to see them return, right? And it's cool, it's good, and we're very appreciative of it. But it's always in that moment where you start to get negative reviews and people create up stories and create whatever it doesn't look like it's supposed to to them it's and not so a they, created story it's well, how they their perception okay you know and i'm not saying it's you created, already it's know just, i'm the no that's fine but it, that's the difficult part it's like when you've you've done your best and it's still well, we didn't like X, Y, and Z, and blah, 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 right? But start at the beginning. Customer reviews. Good and bad. I like good customer reviews, but I think, like I said before, I try to stay even keel, so I don't pay attention to any any of it, really. I pay attention to what I have to pay attention to, but I don't necessarily take a bunch of good, because then the bad hits you, and you're like, oh my god, you know? So... I try to keep it kind of even for me. How about you? How do you feel about like customer reviews? I don't read them. Oh, you don't read them. Shame, shame, shame. I... Those come to me like negative social media, social media posts. They just sink deep inside and you just can't shake it yeah. you know and for me I don't do well with those because I'm always on the path of trying to please people and um I hold on to that stuff um and I'm also you know I hold grudges like <laughs> I <laughs> are you holding grudges to the ghost? Listen. <laughs> like, look, you say something bad about my French shows, and I'm going to catch you in the street. No, it's not <laughs> even that. Because most times it's not about the food. Yeah, no, that's Most true. times it's about people's character. And I feel like it's like in that moment, so much could be going on. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. yes, we can sit here and say, oh, maintain your customer service, composure, mm-hmm. you know, be kind, smile. But. When you're running a restaurant, you're not only, when you hire somebody, their focus is the customer. Our focus is we have time metrics because we have drivers. We have, well, we have not like metrics, period, right? From beginning to end, from the t- when the ticket comes in to when the order goes out. However, pickup, delivery, whatever. And you have all of this going around in your mind and it's it's hard and just your thought of what's this person doing could be productive in making sure something else could be done while they're waiting for this to get done and you know but you don't say it because you don't want to seem like the biggest a-hole out there so you're like and so you're jotting around trying to find different things to do hoping that they get the clue and they mm-hmm. just start off start following the suit and it's it's it can become horrible. Um, so I don't, I don't read those. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I did read the one we got from the customer 
yesterday. Uh, yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was a positive one, so it was pretty good to ingest. I mean, I feel like if she did give us some feedback, I could probably take it from yeah. her um, pretty I mean, well. But in general, I don't. I don't you have it. to have thick skin, um, definitely, when you're reading stuff like that, because. You know, like I said, I mean, it's all good when it's good reviews, but sometimes, you you know, we, we get a Sunday and, you know, it's the worst possible Sunday that we can get. You're selling breakfast and brunch and everybody ordered at 1034 all at the same time. And now food's coming out late. And that wasn't so, our issue this weekend. We had a we had driver issues this well, weekend. Well, I'm not really necessarily saying the, the issue oh, well, of this well, week. I'm well. just saying in general, yeah. you know, it's always those perfect storm kind of things. Mm-hmm. And you've done your best. You've given your best effort and your best service and things like that. And unfortunately, you know, someone came out unhappy. And so you have to take it. It's like, you know, you messed up. And now you really can't say anything back. but Which is I mean, why I have my moments of, you know, when I socialize. And it's so important for me to keep those dates, you know, with mm-hmm. my friends, with you, with the children, you know. Mm-hmm. Just because that makes it go away. An hour later after I'm with the ones I love, um, because it's the only people I break bread with. Um, don't do fake stuff. Um, it makes it feel better. It does, and so I don't do those. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, but nevertheless, somebody got to do it, right? Because you gotta, you gotta figure out. Well, you gotta sift through the multitudes of all of the reviews, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you have to adjust. You have to adjust your the way you're cooking your um, metrics, your, how you know, how you, how fast you get out the food. I mean, things like that. You have to see what your customer is saying, whether, and take the negative and say, okay, well, this is our outline of how we can improve. Um, One of the things that people don't, and I, and I've said this recently with like within the last two weeks, you have to take into account when you have new people that are being trained, your food quality is going to change. Mm. Um, and it's just the nature of the beast. Um, because everybody cooks different, there's different techniques. They're learning the menu. So they're, you know, they're having some things that we have to adjust on the back end. It's going to slow up the process. I mean, there's so many things that comes out of training a new chef or kitchen staff that is so important, but we don't realize how impactful it is um, on our numbers. And so, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we can open back up when we're able to open up a chick-fil-a flow business (laughs) that'd be that'd be the time that'd be the good time they they get you in get you out real i want to know like what they looked like in the beginning like how like what was that (laughs) (laughs) the military because this sucks (laughs) (laughs) it was the military chick-fil-a secretly the the uh branch off of the cia 
they make sure everything is like complete, ready, good to go. Like, they do the job and they do it well. <laughs> I mean, I I cannot say that I've gone to Chick Fil A and they have missed any of my food. It's funny because I had I, <laughs> I had an experience. I think it was like two weeks ago at Chick Fil A where I I went in the end line and it was quick, it was fast, and everything like that. Like it was, it was super. It was lunchtime. And, you know, line was wrapped around the building, obviously, with three three lanes going. And I got, made my order, got in the line. And, you know, Chick-fil-A is generally good about, with all the fuss and confusion, giving you the right food. Yeah, I'm telling you. And I got the wrong food. What? Yeah, and I caught it, like, I started to pull off. And, you know, you, you got that the fries that you got to eat as you're pulling off, you know. As soon as you got it, you just put your hand in. And I, I reached in, and I didn't feel no fries. I was like, oh, what? So I, so then I opened it, and it was like chicken tenders and stuff. And, you know, I, know I get the same thing, spicy chicken sandwich. And, you know, I I just kept driving, and I just ate the food and was happy. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just take whatever they give me. <laughs> Yeah, why is, but why I don't is that, know. Why is that okay? <laughs> it wasn't, but you know, Chick-fil-A they deserve that. I'm just gonna take what they give me. They they knew better than what I was supposed to. Have. <laughs> but either way, I mean, but you know, it's funny because even as I say that, it was a conversation. You know, we was having uh, I think today or over the weekend that. You know why is it that when big corporations like that mix up? Um, we are we're okay. We're we're just gonna accept it and kind of go back, whether they make an effort to fix it or not. It's like you know that's the power of branding. That's the power of that they have, you know, over us and and things like that. And you know, it's almost like us as customers for the smaller businesses, we have to give them the same grace. We have to give them the same opportunity to, you know, either fix it or just say, okay, well. Hey, I didn't like my first experience. Let me go back a second time, you know, and not just one and done kind of thing. But I mean, that's cool. So is the customer always right? You should have had somebody else co-host this podcast. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um. <laughs> you want to yeah. answer it? You already know the customer's <laughs> not always right. <laughs> You know, you really probably should have had, you know, Pat, let's switch seats. Mm. He should be on this podcast. Mm. The customer. It's not always right. Not always right. Okay. 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 That's fine. That's fine. They're not always right. So I do agree with you. They're not always right. Sometimes they're right. Sometimes they're wrong. Sometimes it's perception. And that's why I said the customer is always wrong, right? We don't know. It's maybe one or the other. We don't know. I wouldn't say always wrong, um, but they're not always right. Mm-hmm. For it's sure. It's, it's definitely in the, the middle. The customer can be wrong mm-hmm. at times, but they're not always right. But the customer is not wrong. <laughs> you know, people say not wrong, but not all the way right. You know, I don't know. I mean, we get a lot of different. <laughs> a lot of different uh, 
customers and that and it's funny because you know we run a business that's based on delivery services so we run you know virtual brands virtual kitchen brands that you know it's far removed from seeing our customers knowing who our customers are it's like it's so funny it's like you know i'll go online like on facebook or different little groups and things like that and people say oh i love rva cafe i love the breakfast it's the best breakfast that i have we get them every other day every couple days xyz and i'll see their name it's like i recognize them from a delivery app (laughs) and what they order but i've never seen them i don't you know know what they look like all of that so it's kind of cool but um it's like we have this following and this branding that's solely based on delivery you know um and that's why i tell people it can work because we made it work but with that comes the separation between you and your customer so it's like we have to work extra hard to make sure that our spirit and our heart is being kind of transferred to them well i think um oh i just lost my train of thought so i it I think we have to like package it up in that order, you know, with our heart, our soul and hope that it gets there. Yeah. Cause it's piece. like, cause this one... goes from, you know, from us to yeah. a driver. You yeah. Know? In their car, they went around across town and it's like yeah. customer service is down to how we package the food. Oh and, yeah. You know, some people how don't think about it. that, you mm-hmm. know, they don't think about, Oh, well, you know, the food is the food. It comes out how it comes out. And they, it's like, well, no, if this is a delivery you know, kind of model. centric model. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we got to package it in the sense that it's going to travel well to then present well. And then, you know, you're putting it together, but it's not that hard and it's not soggy and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that really goes deep into that. And that, and that matters, you know, um, I think that's a subjective view. Um, and I say that because there's some people who, as long as they get their food, they're okay, right? They get yeah. it. Um, what they ordered, it hit their expectation. Expectation levels differ. And mm-hmm. there's some people who expect it as if it just came off the pan directly in front of them as if they're dining in. So I, I do think that is based on, you know, I mean, that's subjective a big, view. That's a big issue with timing. You know, um, we work so hard to change our times dynamically. Mm-hmm. Um, on delivery um, services, you know, and I think that's what the real important thing is that you just can't have one stagnant time that's like, okay, you're gonna get your food in 35 minutes. Listen, and we, we know that it could be week. 35 minutes <laughs> on a Wednesday at 11:40, but it may not be 35 minutes on Sunday at 10:30. You know, it it, it it changes and it changes and we try to be as diligent as possible of switching them and switching the times and switching the delivery times. See, people don't understand it. That's a times. job. Yeah. And even then most aggregators, what they do is they give a window and then people just look at that first number. They don't see the, the last number. They say, oh, uh, uh, it said 25. Said be here. No. Do you remember when Uber had five to 25, um, five to 25 minutes yeah. and a customer said it said it would be to me between five and 25 minutes <laughs> yeah and that was funny because i'm like well 
it takes you five minutes just to, to get, get the get order it. in. Yeah, I would love to get it to you in five minutes. I really would. But, I mean, we're going to have to be, I mean, <laughs> banging out some would be trash. real food. Like, it already got to be in the drive of a car. <laughs> like, so they just like, got to oh, be carrying around. That. Like, we just got drivers around town with the French Opens and the hangries. And they just driving about. And they're like, all right, whoever ordered a hanger, we, we already on the way to you. We at your Can door now. make, <laughs> what is it that you guys had in the military that was free? Oh, MREs? Yes, we should make an RBA Cafe version. Yeah. MREs. This is what you can get in five minutes. Like, I, we, we we station the driver. And drop it in water each, and it expands yeah, yeah, into cool. fluffy eggs. <laughs> or we, or it's, so we station the driver and eat zip code. And then they just drive around that zip code with the food already. Oh, you know, it's funny because I thought about it. I had a dream um, about, and I need not to say this because somebody's going to steal it and take it. This is a million dollar idea. Oh, yeah. But I'm, I'm putting my name on it. This came from Daquan Woodbury. But I had a dream that there was a, uh, a food truck that was like stable, like the, the, the kitchen were on like I don't know uh, hydraulics or something oh. where it didn't move, so it was like you know because obviously when you're driving you can't cook in the back mm-hmm. of a food truck because it's driving, so you, you know it's gonna be jumping around and everything. But I had a dream that somebody built like this hydraulic food truck where the kitchen would just stay stable, and then the food truck would just like drive around like an ice cream truck. But, like, the people in back cooking. So, like, if they get an order, they just headed to 228. I'm and pretty sure are... that's not safe. But I, that's what I said. Obviously, you can't do it because it's going to be moving. But if it's, like, you know, 2050, 2021. That's not a million dollar idea. <laughs> it could be. Somebody could create Y'all can, steal, sure, y'all can steal it. I'm sure somebody can create, like, a compartment that doesn't move. Like, even though it's driving and it's on wheels, it's not moving i don't know but something aero, right. aerospace engineer go ahead and create that then we have y'all a, a can movable, have that idea because you, you can only do ice cream <laughs> imagine if you could have like a little food truck that's that's driving around with the some 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 song on it and it's like here's the taco truck coming down the street <laughs> here's the waffle truck and the what else did you want Fresh to talk about? <laughs> I think that'd be cool, but that's fine. That's fine. But back to the customers. So whole story. I think that's a big. That's a big thing. So I say a lot of customers don't. They don't give you the whole story. They leave out very specific things that essentially identify them as the culprit and the problem and you know and i'll go i'll just take it to the very basics because i mean we're here now right now stuff's starting to open up they said we don't need no masks blah 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 blah. so now we're gonna have a lot of this in this next year right so even when covid started and they was like everybody has a mask up and we you know took it we had to that was the CDC said. That's the health department said. That's what we have that's to do. That's what they suggested, right? That's what they suggested. So we needed to do it, and so we, you know, had to 
same thing, all of the guidelines at the front, telling people six feet apart, telling them to have a mask when they come inside. And, you know, you wouldn't believe how many people, even in the middle, I'm not talking like today or like last year, March, April, at the beginning when people was like, ah, it's mm-hmm. not nothing. I'm talking like smack dab, August, September. You got people coming in, no mask, cursing us out. Like, we doing something wrong to them because they don't have no mask. And it's like, and then they'll come in. And now, and, and even now, we had a, well, one of our friends had a customer that came in. They're still requiring people to wear a mask. And then they have the signage everywhere, you know, good enough mm-hmm. so you can see it. And she's like, well, it would be nice if I saw a sign to say, yeah, required a mask. And I'm like, I know you had to see that, but you know, they're going to say, well, I didn't see it and X, Y, Z, but regardless of not, it's like, if they have the, you don't necessarily have to trash them. If they, if they have the rule, they have the rule. Like, what are we, what are we talking about? Why are we so quick to say, oh, this, this is a bad place. I'm never going back, blah, blah, blah. And then you, then you start making up stuff about the food. It's like, mm, that's, that's not all the way true, but I don't know. What do you feel about like customers not having the whole story? Do you feel like they do? They say it because we got one. That, I mean, it was it was a little wild, and I and it's funny because I I decided to leave it up there. Like you know, Google you can mm-hmm. eh, Google and Yelp you can kind of say hey you know I want to report this blah blah blah. But I wanted to leave it up there because you know once we get to a certain position, I want to go back and see that. You know, because that's very telling of the horrors that you have to go through in a service industry kind of thing. He was saying, so we have a really, we run a tight ship because we care about our metrics. We care about how we get our food out. Mm-hmm. Our food is going out to the right customer. It's going out right. It's being checked three, four times before it goes out the door. So our last fail safe is when we have delivery drivers that come to pick up the food, our front person, our, you know, host, the server, whatever you want to call it, essentially matches the ticket that's stapled to the food bag to the name and the order number that's also going to be attached to that driver's phone. Mm-hmm. So we require to see the phone and, and match up the name and the order number to the ticket because sometimes you can go off the name, but sometimes you have multiple names multiple people with the same name so okay well next thing is the order number and you know we had a driver that came in that was quite upset that we required them to have a phone and you know they go on google and they're like we're being nasty racist all kinds of things all kinds of names and then call out our customers all kinds of names and i'm like so wait, so one, you called us names and we fat and nasty and ugly and blah, 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 and this, that, and third, and I think fat Albert and all these things. And, but we're the racist people and we're just nasty and terrible to you because we just want to make sure that you're going to take the right food to the right customer when really that helps you because if you give the customer the wrong food, we all lose because then they're not going to be happy. So they probably not going to tip you. So I don't know. It's just, it's 
just really weird that like people come in and it's like their perception is this and it's like well how did you get that and we still have a lot of people that come in and people know that we only do deliveries and any driver that's coming there by now they know we pushing out food and we pushing out a lot of food all at one time and we strive to be like a hundred percent on you know giving out the right food not missing nothing not missing mm-hmm. condiments not giving the wrong stuff not missing drinks and desserts and blah blah, blah. and it's like you upset because we want to see your phone <laughs> that the app tells you that you're supposed to carry around anyway <laughs> like that doesn't even make sense but here we are <laughs> i mean it's hard to bring it to keep it together um because that's the thing in our world because we can only speak about RV cafe we have no, we have the hoops to jump through for the restaurant side and yes we did it to ourselves but it is a thing mm-hmm. and for the driver's side and so we have the customers rating us we have the drivers rating us um we have some drivers that just won't come back in our store because you know they complain that we take too long to get them the food and i've got to tell you dare I say this out loud, but we don't cook. So we eat out pretty much every day. And I can count on one hand. I'm always a late person. So if I put in an order for pickup, I already give you a grace of 20, 30 minutes on, mm-hmm. off top, whatever you say is going to be ready by. Um, because I just take long just to get where I'm going. <laughs> just to get where I'm going. But there's not very many restaurants that really hit that those numbers so what are what are we complaining about you just want what what they want and you can't compare a breakfast spot that cooks everything's cooked to order to a mcdonald's or a dinner spot right a place that has their stuff pre-made and they build Mm. it together to present it out it's a it's a different um it's a different dynamic it's a different thing yeah. Expectations change greatly. Yeah, you know, um, it's because everybody wants fast money, and they want to. It's like they want to deliver two orders before they picked up the first order. Like mm. they want to have already delivered both. The, you know, they're already on the go, ready to go, and it's just like take time. Yeah, and that's hard, you know, because like I said, we we're we're dealing with uh, multiple tiers of customer quote-unquote reviews you know mm-hmm. um but so do you respond to these or do you not respond well i know you don't because you say you don't read them but how do you feel like do you feel like because you remember again back to me saying about the uh the the big write-up from the guy it really wasn't even a customer. Again, it was just a driver who wrote this big, nasty, long, three-paragraph thing about us. Um, and I was you know, going, Twitter fingers going. just and, and what did I tell you to do? It's like, no, 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 don't. don't I told you it. to delete it. Yeah, and I did. You know, and, that, and, and then we had a driver come in this weekend, and I instructed the front girl, I said, when she comes back with her phone, she shows it to you, you immediately retort, have a nice day. Mm-hmm. 
And she did. And the driver still was kind of going on, but she did not get energy. Mm. So I say that to say, to answer your question, um, I don't think that every response, if it's a question, I'll answer questions. Um, Half the time when people write reviews, I don't know that they even go back to see if the business has responded. I don't know what that's about. I don't go on and do reviews. I'm horrible with that. I, you yeah, know, I'm a I'm a reviewer. I'm a hey, <sighs> let me let me let me tell you, I'm a superstar in the making. If so if you I, have video, I would show them your socks. I that oh, you got. I need to go get my socks. That's what I'm. Gonna, so once we go to video, I'm gonna have my socks. What it, what is it? Oh, I'm a Google local guide. I'm mm-hmm. like a tier six seven now. Maybe? Did you review that restaurant we went to? But I remember? No, but I need to. And we done went twice, and I still didn't do it. But I'm gonna get I'm gonna get them. Write a big old thing. I have some pictures. I think don't we have some pictures to show? I'm gonna do all that. Yeah, get my Google points up. But I you know I say that to say you know everything doesn't require a response and. You know, they've already created what they want in their mind. So if they come up with, oh, and then you didn't have the nerve to respond, guess what? Mm-hmm. They are just compiling something. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everyone can disagree. We'll, you'll never make everybody happy. But on the main front is we have to stay positive because those do start digging at you. And as I said in either our podcast last week or the week before, as long as you're doing honest business, you're doing the best that you can, and you do it from beginning to end, it, it's felt. Mm-hmm. And people are stepping out of their way to bring up anything other than that. So, you know, we, we make sure we show our team members, you know, hey, do this right, you know, and you do it from the beginning and then support one another. And once you have that teamwork, it really does help the process. Um, I feel like we've streamlined like greatly by having this, um, the system where, you know, the ticket goes to the back, the back gets the ticket, then it comes to the expo, it's checked, it's then packed by someone else. And then hand it off to a driver. So, again, we're doing... And we're doing that because we care. Mm-hmm. Because we mm-hmm. could just leave it all and, you know, let everything be all over the place and not get it right. Yeah. We And we and we're able to catch things and we're able to admit to the customer, hey... We messed up. We messed up. We forgot this. Mm-hmm. I can send one of my drivers or do you, you know, how would you like us to handle it? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it comes back and, and received as, as great, you know, feedback. So, you know, I'll probably get a lot of flack for this, but <laughs> we can't please everybody. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, that's really what I was kind of coming to is that we want to please everybody, but it translates out different for every person. Yeah. I mean, you just got to stay the course because you're not going to make everybody happy. Mm-mm. You know what, what we have? I think some of the best French toast in the city. And no, the best French toast in the city. You heard it here, right? And 
No, I mean, and literally, I'm laughing people about were... the pancakes. I'm laughing about the the pancakes in the back of the kitchen. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you know, it, it somebody's gonna come in and say, oh, "I don't really like this. Oh, mm-hmm. they got too much this. I don't know. I don't know if I like really what mm-hmm. this tastes like." And I get it. You know, it, it, it's it's. I'd like to say out loud if I can that waffle. We need to reevaluate packaging of the waffle. Reevaluate packaging of the waffle. I almost want to say we should take it off the menu. The waffle? Mm-hmm. Unless it's pickup. You sell a lot of waffles. You taking a waffle off of breakfast meat? That's that's wild, right? We we about to shut down for real. We had four dead waffles off the table. That wasn't packaging. That was yeah, but it's timing. sad. But it's sad. It's no different than if it, now it doesn't sit in our restaurant, right? I'm mm-hmm. saying like it came out from the back and mm-hmm. it was extra. Whatever was called out to I the mean, grill, I it was extra. Think that people who order waffles delivered <laughs> they gotta know that it's not gonna be the best but this draft right back what around if, what to if we put attention. paper paper at the bottom of it the um deli paper mm, it's not it's not greasy and it's yeah not but it's sw- but it sweats yeah it's I guess but I don't know we gotta try it I don't know I, well I mean, Pat I think, try it he'll be in the kitchen tomorrow I think, yeah I think we should <laughs> try some we can think about some different stuff I, I think we should try the paper and do a test I mean we're, we're switching we our can, packaging anyway yeah so. we could but we can do a test run tomorrow with one mm. of the drivers and we give them uh oh guys by the way I'm having an ADD moment so tonight we are drinking because you heard me pour that so we're just going to segue into it. Mm-hmm. Um, Stella Rosa Green Apple. Now, I don't like sweet, but it actually is kind of smooth, not too, too sweet, not thick and syrupy. What do you think? Did you like it? It was cool. We have a blueberry one that we want to try, but somebody wanted green apples, so I guess we'll just drink the green apple. But um, anyway, you know, we can do a test, have the waffle sit on two delivery runs and then um see what happens yeah we'll do that tomorrow yeah and it just made me think about you know if a customer came back we did get customer reviews on waffles hence why we now punch the holes in the boxes um and since then i don't well, I don't read reviews, so has there mm. been any waffle reviews? Yeah, I mean, what are they saying? The 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 common sense factor. I mean, Mm-mm. it's it's Mm-mm. you're not really gonna get that best of. <laughs> and I mean, I've tried to look at you know even as a chef, okay, the recipe this and mm. all of that. It's good. you know, it's like I'm I'm trying to you know essentially kind of look at where, where we can make the improvements and things like that but um you know it's just like a waffle is just so hard to get right as delivering but it's okay i mean but do we yeah. just stop because we just feel like it's never gonna be the perfect thing or do we keep going we to kind of get to a decent can, yeah, middle segue I think packaging can definitely get a little bit better. 
And then, we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll get there. But regardless of that, I think you just stay the course. Mm-hmm. And just understand that. I mean, we're going to make a lot of people happy. And we're going to make some people not so happy. And that's okay. I mean, customers are customers. We're, we appreciate all of them. Either, you know, they had a good experience or a bad experience. We want them to have a good experience. Um, and this week, you know, I launched. I don't want to say launched. But, you know, I started getting into the implementation of uh, something that's really important to me. Mm-hmm that we were doing in um uh when we before covid and we had people dining in or i would have people that a customer if they sat at a table there was a card on the table that they could write a positive note Mm -hmm. for the next customer to sit at that table and that um really was important to me and i really wanted to figure out okay how can i implement that with our new business model and so essentially what i've done is i've attached it to loco and now anybody who orders and they're getting a local driver to deliver it on you know they're ordered from Mm -hmm. loco is now going to get a card that's written um by another customer that uh wanted to say something positive for another local Mm -hmm. user and now all of these cards will get passed out around the city between user to user and everybody can kind of spread positivity, you know, between the whole city. And, you know, it's funny because I, I was, I didn't implement that as quickly as I wanted to because of COVID, because I was like, ah, I don't Were know. Were you looking at my face just now? No, no, no. I mean, I thought about that pr- prior and, you know, but I thought about a way around that because I said, you know, I'm going to give this card to mm-hmm. the customer and they can post it on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. Instagram or Facebook or anything like that or tag us or any one of the ways and, and take a picture and then we can see it. And we can write it, you know, and then give it to the next customer on the next card. So even if they didn't want to send it back or things like that, Mm -hmm. you know, I I get it. Some people still, so you don't really want to pass as much things, especially because it's attached to food and things like that. So you want to kind of be as safe as possible. And we are. A lot Mm -hmm. of the cards that we've given out already, we've uh, honestly wrote ourselves now they were from other customers the the mm-hmm. message yeah. was from other customers but we wrote it and you know placed it with the driver to give to you in your bag and that's something that's really important and i think that's something that i can feel good about and say well regardless if you had a good experience or a bad experience in with the food i know you at least had a good experience with ordering from me mm-hmm. because you got just a little dose positivity those notes really do make a difference Mm -hmm. um and you know in the training that we're doing now you know expect to see some notes um written out um even some smiles with some hearts and feel the love warm and fuzzy um i think it does make a difference um well I think we kind of hit to the points of what we wanted to talk about today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would just say as a word that, you know, 
as a group of people who our world is really, a lot of us are big on ordering out and having interactions with not just small businesses, small um, restaurants, but also big ones too. You know, have mercy and think about the kindness that even what the message that comes across when you say nothing, but thank you and you leave. Mm -hmm. Right. Even the littlest amount of words can be impactful. Mm -hmm. And so you don't know what the struggle is for that restaurant, that person, the team, what they have to do to get it right. Because what people don't understand is you have people who walk out on shifts. You have people Mm -hmm. who are stealing. You have people, you know, I mean, just anything. And Mm -hmm. yes, we respect your dollar. We respect your business. But respect ours in knowing that it's a process to run every single day. So, you know, if you can't say anything kind or give good constructive doesn't have to be positive because you could very well have something that would change us but good constructive opinions Mm -hmm. um and suggestions are very much appreciated and we just do our best to do the right thing every time that door opens um so you know think about that if you this message touches you just really do think that it's hard making it through every day. So anyway, tell your next barista, tell your next bartender, tell your next chef, your wait, your favorite host, your favorite waitress or waiter. Thank you. Um, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do because we get beat up. We really do. Yeah. Um, but anyway, guys, thank you for listening. Um, if you're done, what goes out? Thank you.